censorious bug. Transanity continues to play out on the rugby fields of Ontario. The latest example, on July 29th, Waterloo hosted the Fergus Highlanders women's team in a playoff game. Fergus, of course, brought along its not-so-secret weapon. That would be Ash Davis. Ash is a biological male who currently identifies as a lesbian these days. No, I'm not making this up, folks, but I wish I were. You may have seen our recent reports regarding Ash, which have gone viral. Ash, well, he hits hard, and real women tend to get injured from his hits. I'd call him a sick puppy, but that would be insulting to the canine community. The Fergus women adore their bioweapon. Maybe it's because they are so super woke that they actually believe that anyone can identify as anything these days. Or maybe the Fergus gals, well, maybe they're just a bunch of cheaters who, who will resort to anything to get a win. And what better way to win than by having a muscular dude on the team, a man who was voted the hardest hitter when he played for the Fergus men's squad just last year. Regardless, check out the gal's hysterical response when we tried to ask Ash some questions when the team hosted a game against Burlington back on July 22nd. Hey, Mr. Davis. Ash, why are you doing this? I'm David Menzies, Rebel oh, News. Hi. No, you're not really uh, a part of this. We're having a team chat now. Okay, so I'm just trying to ask some questions, ma'am. But this is not the appropriate time. For why that. are you so allowing a biological male to compete against female players? I'm not going to have a conversation with okay. you. Well, I'll talk to Ash then. Ash, do you take joy in injuring female rugby players? Are you lacking the skills to play with male players where you should be? You're a biological male, aren't you? I got you. I got you. Okay. No, right here. Thank you, sir. No Mr. Ash, are you are you a misogynist? Hey, watch it. You'll be charged with assault. Would you mind yeah. leaving? Mr. Ash, the governing the governing uh, body for rugby, World Rugby, says men should not compete. Trans lives matter. Wow, really? Trans lives matter. Human rights matter. You don't, you don't have a problem. You can leave now. Yeah. Thank you, sir. No, thank you. This yeah. is a human rights issue. Oh, okay, then. We live in Canada. All rights, human rights for everybody. Trans matter. What about the trans rights matter? That you are traumatizing my family. I'm traumatizing them. Why? What happened? Because my kids get to see people like you crying because of things. I I'm surprised. As a mother, why would you expose your uh, kids to a misogynist? That is my partner. That is my wife that you are being. So he's a lesbian? So I'm going to just ask you guys. What? Do you think it's okay for him to injure biological women? So I'm not going to answer any of your questions. And have a nice day. Wow, where's Billie Jean King when you really need her? We followed up that report by covering a game the following Saturday in Waterloo. Hey, 
We know where the Fergus players stand on this issue. They made that abundantly clear. But this time, we really, really wanted to interview members of the opposing squad. How did these women feel about going up against this bruiser? Well, check it out. And the video evidence, I will say, is equal parts surprising and disturbing. Yeah, I don't know much either. Okay. <laughs> I don't know much either. Know. It's a weird world, isn't it, sir? It's, it's a <laughs> sticky situation, that's for okay. sure. Have a good weekend. Oh, you don't... Really? Is that right? You should look it up. Are you a lawyer? Where are your men? Where are your men? I don't understand. What's the issue? You're unable to get women? Um, no, actually, it's the other way around. That woman's team has a man on it. He's being injuring biological women. And you as the opposition, you have no problem with a cheater? No? No, we just like playing rugby. I, I love the sport. Have you played? Not for a long time, ma'am. Okay. But you know what, back then, uh, and even today, the World Rugby uh, governing body says males are not allowed to play with females. So why is this being tolerated, ma'am? Because um, they're not a male. They, they, oh, it's a they. I thought it was a singular person, or maybe they've added another man to the team. Again, it's all so confusing. So there you have it, folks. Many voiced their support for Ash, while others just took the silent treatment. But why would that be? If a Waterloo lass felt the presence of this guy was detrimental, why not state this fact as opposed to saying nothing? Well, folks, I have found the answer to this very perplexing riddle. Thanks to a source who shall remain nameless, I was passed along a notification that was sent out by Josh Windsor to the Waterloo players. Windsor is the president of the Waterloo County Rugby Club. Prior to the game against Fergus, he sent out a statement that had nothing to do with condemning the Fergus squad for cheating. After all, World Rugby, the sports international governing body, notes that trans women cannot play with real women. No, Windsor's message to the Waterloo woman was a stern warning that they must be supportive of Mr. Davis under penalty of law. And again, I'm not kidding, folks. Windsor begins his statement with the do rigueur claptrap about the Waterloo County Rugby Club being an inclusive organization and that the club has a moral responsibility to be supportive of any person, even a male who routinely injures female players. And it's a matter of human rights, you know, and then there's Rugby Canada's trans-inclusion policy, blah, 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 blah. That was Windsor's preamble. Now I will directly quote his two-pronged threat, yes, threat, to those female players. Quote, any act or behavior that is deemed to be discriminatory and in contravention to these laws and policies may result in immediate expulsion from the Waterloo County Rugby Club. Any act or behavior that is deemed to be motivated by hate will be reported to the police, end quote. Unbelievable. 
Although Windsor doesn't mention if he plans to call the Waterloo Regional Police Service or, or the Thought Police, but can you imagine a biological female player saying out loud, you know, I really don't think women should be playing with men. Well, in the eyes of Windsor, that's an example of hate speech and a potential criminal offense. So much so that a criminal arrest looms. Now, I reached out to Windsor by email with seven questions. Here goes. One, it would appear you are going to bat for Mr. Davis, yet is this not a public safety issue, especially given that Mr. Davis is a biological male who is routinely injuring biological females? Why does his feelings trump the safety of real women? Two, what sort of act or behavior would you deem to be discriminatory? Three, what sort of act or behavior would be considered motivated by hate? Four, would you really call the police on a biological woman who expresses concern about her personal safety on the field? Five, a sport should be all about a level playing field. This is why, with certain exceptions, auto racing, equestrian, sport shooting, males and females compete in separate d divisions. If we allow males to compete with females, what is the point in having separate divisions in the first place? Six, to accommodate people such as Ash Davis, why not establish an open or other division in which transgender or non-binary athletes can compete. And finally, seven, at the end of the day, the inclusion of Mr. Davis on a women's team runs contrary to world rugby guidelines. Why are rugby clubs in Ontario not adhering to rules and regulations of the international governing body? Now, folks, at time of recording, Windsor had yet to reply. And I doubt he ever will reply. Windsor is a bully, you see, and bullies are cowards who run away from those who stand up to them. And what is the crime exactly? This censorious thug is actually threatening female players with arrest for, for supporting the policy of world rugby? It's surreal. It's crazy. But Windsor is not just a woke wimp beholden to political correctness. By threatening biological women with criminal charges and by allowing Ash Davis to carry out his reign of terror against real women on the rugby field, Josh Windsor is, at the end of the day, a misogynist. Indeed, he's the real hater here. And like Ash, he hates real women. And I ask again, just where in blue hell are the feminists? Why aren't they picketing the games Ash Davis is competing in, or at the very least speaking out against this grotesque thug? Or maybe modern-day feminists also subscribe to the ludicrous mantra of trans women are real women regardless of the collateral damage. Imagine that, woman hating other women, all in the pursuit of equity, inclusion, diversity, 
and of course, furthering the radical transgender agenda. It's downright sickening, wouldn't you say? And what a shame that the safety of biological women is being thrown under the bus, all in the name of progressiveness. David Menzies for Rebel News here in Windsor, Ontario. And you know what, folks? COVID is in the rearview mirror, but there are elements of COVID that are still around even now in 2023, specifically the war against the church, the war against Christians. We saw so many examples of that during the dark years of COVID. And here in Windsor, Ontario, it is continuing and it is absolutely inexplicable. I am with Pastor Alan Armstrong and a week ago, uh, he was preaching here in Forest Glade Optimist Park, and then suddenly someone took exception to that. And what happened, Pastor Armstrong? Well, I'm preaching as I do every Sunday, and uh, we've been meeting at this park for three years now, every summer and fall. Uh, it's nice out here, and we've had great relationships with the community members, and so we thought, why not do it again? Uh, on this particular Sunday, I was uh, maybe 10 minutes into my sermon when I seen the cavalry show up. And when I say cavalry, uh, I'm talking about upwards of, by the end of the, 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 the encounter, upwards of six police uh, cruisers. Uh, I think at first I saw two and then three, and I'm thinking, do I stop preaching? What do I do? And the people there said, no, keep going, keep going. So I kept preaching, and then a few... And, and if I may ask, uh, Pastor Armstrong, what exactly was the crime that brought around six Windsor Police SUVs? I don't know. <laughs> I've tried to get an answer to that question all week, and uh, nobody seems to know. What they keep telling me is, you you trespassed. I trespassed uh, on the property, and therefore uh, I'm not welcome, and the city doesn't want me there. Th that's staggering. And by the way, folks, just in case uh, you think Pastor Armstrong is exaggerating, the camera doesn't lie, check out this video. And in Revelation 8, it was a picture of incense, prayers, and fire from the altar. How can I help you? Why not? Because it's the uh, court called you guys are not allowed to be here. You can't come here without a permit. That's not true. Yep, that's true. No, it's not. So I'm going to show you the bylaw. Yeah, and you're, the park's called and they said you're not allowed to be here. For what reason? What crime am I committing? Well, this, you need a permit to be out here. Okay, so what law am I breaking here? The, ampli the amplification? Okay. So, is it the amplification? No, it's the fact that you're right next to a, a park and this is, you can't rent city property. You haven't rented city property. Yeah, but so, I'm gathering with my friends. No, but that's not a gathering. you got a stage set up. This is... This yeah, is you a... can't have a microphone. Okay, so I, take, so I turn the mic off. Are you going to let me finish? No, because you're, okay, you're then violating you know what, then my we'll life. We'll start removing Listen, everybody. No, let, let no, me, no, no, no. Be reasonable. Do you want to talk to me and I'll talk be, to you. Okay, talk. Okay. Be reasonable. This is a city property. You have to rent this to be out here. This is not rentable space because it is right next to the park. Okay. That is why. You can't be on a microphone. Okay. You can't be on, like, in this area. Okay. Now let me, can I talk? Go ahead. Am I allowed? Listen, I take the sign down. I take the speaker. Am I still allowed? No, because this is renting city property for the purpose that you're... Like we're not. He called Windsor Police I on called Friday. You guys and they this said Friday. This Listen. Is city property. Listen to me. I called you guys Friday. I said, "Can I gather in the park with like ten of my friends to worship God?" 
He said, absolutely you can. Not on a microphone, though. Okay, I, 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 I'll turn it off. I'll no, turn it off. You guys have already been told you're not allowed to do this. Here. Yes, but I'm not breaking the law. And if I am breaking the law with the mic, I'll turn it off. You've already been told you're not allowed to do this, but you came back and did it again. Regardless because of you guys told. didn't come, and then I called you, and you told me I could. Okay, well, you're not allowed to. We didn't tell you you could. The police, yes, 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 I you called you guys. Park and talk to your friends about God and fill your boots. Okay, I'm going to turn my mic off. I'm going to turn it off. you got to take it down. They, I'm going to turn it. Listen to me. Listen. I'm going to turn it off, and I'm going to take the sign down. Then I'm going to talk to my friends about God. You know what? You, you understand? Sit, you can sit together. I don't know. They might want you guys out of here now. But what am I doing well, if I turn the mic against, off? You've gone against the bylaws. What bylaw? Okay, I'm, I'm repenting. I'm turning it off. Well, yeah, so now it's basically considered a trespass because they've already been warned. So they want you but off the, the property now. The what law am I breaking? Trespassing now. Yeah. But the bylaw says... Answer my question, and I'll give you my I'll give you my idea, but answer my question. If I come back with none of this in one hour and sit with my friends, am I going to get kicked out? Wait, you want to sit on the park bench? If I come here with our lawn chairs and we sit here with no amplification and I talk about God, will I get kicked out? So, so listen, you don't know. No, Unbelievable. So listen, listen, normally, yes, you'd be allowed to do that. That's no problem. Okay. But we talked to the city of Windsor, and because you've been warned about this so many times, they don't want you here at all anymore. Warned once. Wow. That's wow. And they said it was fine, so Come on, man. Can you see where Arkansas Oh, there's another one now. Big threat, guys. Look at. Look at this. Four cop cars to break up a religious. No, five cop cars to break up a religious gathering. You know what crime I'm actually breaking? I'm actually illegally parked right now. But they don't but but that's not what they got me on. They got me on the gathering for worship. <laughs> Welcome to Canada, folks. Okay. So you have to rent the city property to do anything like this, okay? Like anything, what? No, no, just let her finish her sentence. Any sort of group meeting, like if somebody comes here for a giant picnic with their family, they have to rent the spot. But this is not rentable space. It's next to a park. The bylaw says 25 or less, yeah. 25 or more. The city says you but, are not allowed to but come the, But right the bylaw here. says you need to, if you have 25 or more, you need a and permit. And they already told you you can't come back here, and you did. So you did, now it's a trespass, which is why we're here. You guys didn't come up, you didn't show up last week. You've already, you've been told this. They've already Okay, but you. Parks and Rec is not police. You, I asked them to call the police. They're an agent of the city. So I, they can tell you not to be They here. can arrest me? They can tell you not to, did they arrest you? No, but I'm asking oh. you. I'm asking you, they so didn't call the, the police, didn't but come last they week. They can tell you to leave. Here, okay, and you've been told mean, to leave. But we have all the information you need, you leave Well, there you have it. Uh, I think that's like using a, a bazooka to kill a fly. But you're in the park, Pastor Armstrong. You're preaching the gospel. I take it you're not harassing anyone. You're not infringing on anyone else's enjoyment of the park. So... I'm sure the Windsor police responded to a formal complaint. Who do you think complained about you in the first place? Well, somebody complained, somebody who was there, um, maybe even for a few weeks, scoping us out. And if they're watching, this is what I have to say to you. If you would have come to me and said, you know, could you please turn that down? I would have done it. This is the loudspeaker? Yes. Okay. Because uh, we had, uh, now they're calling it a loudspeaker, but it wasn't loud at all. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, we've had community members come closer so they can hear. Mm. Um, and they and, and then they, you know, they either stay or they leave. 
Um, but that's been the testimony of the community is uh, when they want to hear, they have to come closer because the, the, the speaker is directional. Yes. Okay. So you have to actually be in the line of the, of the thing. So, um, yeah, somebody complained and it must have been a hard complaint because every encounter, uh, well, this encounter with the cops was like, they just came out swinging. There was no rationality. They didn't come and say, excuse me, sir, I'd like to have a conversation with you, hear your side of the story. It was like, hey, you got to go. Regardless, you made a goodwill gesture of saying, okay, I'll unplug the, the, the loudspeaker. And uh, they weren't interested in that, were they? No, um, I, I actually led with that. I asked them, uh, is it the amplification? Is that the problem here? Because if that's the problem, I'll just take it down. No, I won't even turn it down. I'll take it down. I'll turn it off if that's the problem. Um, and then they said, no, no, you look, you have a stage. Now that's a lie. We did not have a stage. We had a sign that said, uh, that had a very scandalous word on it, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's all it says is just Jesus. And that was um, tied to a tree so that it wouldn't blow away. I said, okay, if that's an offense, I'll even take that down, okay? Uh, and I got them to the point where I said, okay, okay, what if I take everything down? We had a sign, a table, yeah. and some in uh, a cooler for, for uh, juice and wine for communion. I said, what if I take everything down and we sit in our lawn chairs, 10 of us, and I talk to my friends about God? They said, nope, you got to leave. Unbelievable. And just to be absolutely clear, Pastor Armstrong, at no point in your sermon were you saying hateful things, were you condemning people or certain groups of people were you advocating harm that was not part of your uh, sermon am i correct yeah i was not preaching um that anyone should go harm i never preached that the bible doesn't preach that i was just simply preaching what the bible says that's all i i preach through books of the bible and 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 that's it um and so the bible is a is a book in this country which apparently is legal Okay, it's not banned like in China or North Korea, for example. It's it's not banned. You can go to the bookstore and buy a Bible and read it. Um, and so that's what I was doing. I was reading it and explaining it. That's it. You know, Pastor Armstrong, is there something, is our bigger picture afoot here? In the preamble, I mentioned how the government, law enforcement, public health bureaucracies were um, coming down hard on Christian churches less than two hours away as Elmer, the Church of God. They were doing everything to work within the rules, including having a radio sermon that the congregants could listen to in their cars with the windows rolled up. That was offside. 300 meters away, there's a no-frills store. They're packing them in like sardines. Is there something more sinister going on that maybe is not public, that there's some kind of unspoken uh, strategy uh, amongst the authorities when it comes to what I would call this war on Christianity? Well, certainly from a spiritual perspective, there there is a, a, a spiritual war happening where um, um, you know, the devil doesn't like Christ or his people. Uh, but if you're going to talk about this from an earthly perspective, is there some kind of conspiracy? I don't know. It seems that way it, because uh, no one's going to other places of worship and trying to shut them down. No one, no one is picking on any other uh, uh, faith uh, uh, group. And so it just seems a little bit uh, uh, suspicious because, I mean, I did not expect this. I thought maybe if it's going to happen, it would have happened during COVID times yeah. because we met right here 
when it actually was illegal, yeah. okay, which you know, illegal in, in, in quotes, and the police would actually drive by and watch us and keep going. So I, I, good for them for doing that. So what, why did they change their behavior this time? Well, this is the, the mystery of the ages right now is I'm trying to figure it out. There was a complaint. Somebody was slandering and lying about us. And uh, and then they came they came in swinging. And the, the, the sad part about this is if they would have just uh, been reasonable, we could have worked this out. It, this could have been a very simple situation where. Uh, we just say, okay, you take the speaker down, you take the sign down, and then they go to the, the parks and rec and say, okay, he's complying now, have a nice day. And that would have been it. it it's unbelievable. And uh, Pastor Armstrong, we should point out to our audience, we're not even on the parkland. We're on the municipal property uh, next to the uh, sidewalk. If we went any further, we'd be in a live lane of traffic. And there's a reason for that, because Apparently, you are banned indefinitely from coming back to this park, uh, whether you have a loudspeaker or not. What's the deal with that? Again, another mystery. Um, I, the police were very unclear with me. They were saying, at first they were saying, you can, you can come back with your kids. Then they were saying, you can't. And so I was a little bit confused. And so I called them um, this week and I said, okay, just can you be clear, please? Can I come to this park and push my kids on the swings? Yes. Okay. And the officer said, what did the sergeant tell you? What was the last thing she told you? He said, the last thing she told me was you have been trespassed. And he said, that means you're not allowed back on the premises. And I said, for how long? He said, forever. Forever? That's what he said. I have this conversation recorded. He literally said that. It's outrageous. I'm looking around this park. I see uh, baseball diamonds, a playground, tennis courts, and you can't have your children here if you're accompanying them uh, until, uh, I guess, the end of time. Uh, it, it is absolutely outrageous and such an overkill. And yet I can't help but notice... Um, I really like Windsor, but when I drive around, unfortunately, I see... Uh, public property, parkland, um, taken over by homeless people. Many of them, unfortunately, are drug addicts. And But at the end of the day, they're breaking, I would estimate, um, a dozen sections of the Trespass Act. Law enforcement turns a blind eye to that. But for you, just coming here for a couple of hours and preaching the gospel, that's a sin? That is a crime where you are banned for life? Again, can you square that circle for me? Well, no, I can't. Uh, and, and you know what? I feel bad and I have compassion for those homeless people. Uh, and, I, and, and, and I understand, like, where, I mean, where else are they going to go? Where else are they going to go? Um, and, and, and the sad reality is if I were to go there with food and feed them, I'd probably get a ticket. I, I would, again, be a criminal if, if, if I did that because you're not allowed to, to do that. So, I mean, look, there's hypocrisy everywhere. We know the system is, 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 is broken. I don't know that it ever functioned properly, uh, but at this point, it's just getting silly. It's just getting absolutely, I mean, there's times where this week I was reflecting on what happened and I just start laughing. Mm. I just, I, this can't be real. This can't be real. And my wife, she just starts laughing. This is an absolute joke. And I tell people, and you know what their number one thing is when they hear about the story? They say, how many encounters have you had with the police before this? Because they think surely you're a repeat offender, yeah. surely. Well, the, the the fact is absolutely zero. I have no criminal record. I don't even have a speeding ticket. Wow. 
I have a few parking tickets, but I paid those, okay? okay. <laughs> but aside from that, nothing, nothing. And yet you're being treated like public enemy number one, Pastor Armstrong. It's absolutely outrageous and egregious. I guess the final question is, what do we do about this? What are you going to do about this in order to right this wrong? Are you looking at legal action? Um, what are your options, sir? At this point, I am looking at all the options. Um, I, I mean, what are my rights now? I'm, I don't even know anymore. Uh, after this, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't go to a park where, where I've been going for five years, uh, where I pay taxes. I live in this community and I pay a lot of taxes, Dave. If I told you the number, you'd be offended and you should be. <laughs> and everybody here pays these outrageous uh, uh, property taxes. And to be banned from a park when I have little kids, when I pay for this type of stuff, it's, it's an absolute uh, uh, egregious uh, crime and sin before God um, to, to do that. And at, at this point, I'm just simply going to look at my options. And if legal action is a legitimate option, I'll take that. And I am fighting the ticket. Absolutely. Oh, and what is the dollar amount of the ticket, Pastor? Oh, my gosh. Take a guess. For this, for, for 10, 10 cops and six cruisers, what do you think my, my, my number is? Well, $880 was a popular uh, amount during the pandemic. I know that. So is it somewhere in that ballpark? It's $65. Oh, jeez. It's the bare minimum. Unbelievable. Pastor Armstrong, thank you so much for making time to tell us this horrible story. And there you go, folks. Like I said in the introduction, um, we saw authorities come down hard uh, on places of worship during the pandemic. Meanwhile, the multinational big box stores, the Walmarts, the Costcos, they got to remain open. Oh, with the government-run liquor monopoly, all those stores remained open. But COVID-19 is in the rearview mirror. It's over and done with. What is the problem with a preacher having a sermon, you know, uh, preaching the gospel? If you don't like it, move on. If you want to hear what he has to say, um, stick around. Uh, this is an outrageous uh, abridgment of someone's rights. And let's hope in the days ahead, the weeks ahead, the months ahead, however long it takes, uh, sanity is restored. Because quite frankly, folks, I, under I understand the idea of crime and punishment, but where was the crime committed here? Dave, one more thing, if, if, if I could. The ticket says that my offense was prohibited activities. Now, let me tell you the activities I engaged in. Three, I prayed, I sang hymns with my five-year-old kids, and I read the Bible. That's all I did. That's it. This proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that everything that happened during COVID wasn't about COVID. It's unbelievable, Pastor. I'll leave you with this final point. Again, I don't understand the crime. I don't know how the Pride Parade operates in Windsor, but I can tell you in I, June... I, I don't know either. I've never been there. Okay, then. In June, I can tell you in Toronto, um, several men got fully naked uh, with all their genitals hanging out in a public place in front of children, and law enforcement just shrugged, what are you going to do? Meanwhile, you preach the gospel and you're public enemy number yeah, one. Maybe, Outrageous. Maybe I should preach in a rainbow song. Oh, I think you put that multicolored flag around you. That's that's akin to Superman's cape, my friend. Anyways, we will keep you informed, folks. 
in the months ahead where this story goes. Plenty of feedback regarding Ezra's monologue last night on how Russia's economy has actually overtaken that of Germany to be, well, the biggest economy in Europe currently. Jonathan Gems writes, Latest World Bank report shows Russia to be the fifth biggest economy in the world after China, America, India, and Japan. It has the strongest economy in Europe, thanks chiefly to greatly expanded trade volumes with China, India, Indonesia, the United Arab Emirates, and many African nations. Russia under Putin has never been more prosperous, and unlike America, Canada, Germany, France, the UK, and Italy, it is expanding. Well, that's a good point. I think Germany's Germany's folly is its self-created energy crisis, you know, depending on green energy, uh, not going ahead with any more nuclear power plants, uh, being dependent on foreign oil, that would be Russia, you can see a connection here. And as for the home front, folks, uh, when Germany came begging to Canada for liquefied natural gas, as did Japan, well, what did Blackface say? There is no business case for deals that were more than one trillion, one third of a trillion dollars each. Unbelievable. No wonder energy rich Russia is prospering. Brad Zimmer, 239, writes, Firstly, Canada is not hated around the world as much as the USA, so why should we increase military spending? Wouldn't that money be better spent on housing, the homeless R&D? Canada also needs to start lowering our taxes and stop giving away our money to other countries. The gouging must stop. Well, they ha we have to increase our military spending because we promise to, and it's part of our NATO commitments. Now, I do agree with you, giving away hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to other countries when we are in such dire need, that has to end. But I don't see it ending until we have regime change in our great dominion. And Yvonne Derosier, 1455, writes, Putin is laughing at our clown leaders. Oh, I totally agree, Yvonne, and I would say the mandarins in Beijing are having a good chuckle themselves. It's sad uh, to see the energy virtue signaling in a country like Canada. Uh, you know, basically our political leaders uh, demonizing and vilifying our fossil fuel industry. Then there is all the wokeism uh, going on in our nation. Uh, makes you wonder if there is a World War III, uh, maybe the enemy is going to win it without ever having to fire a single bullet. Well, folks, thanks so much for tuning in to this night's edition of the Ezra Levant Show. Ezra will be back tomorrow. In the meantime, as always, stay safe and stay sane. <music>